Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the Two Dweebs podcast. I am your host, Nick. And as always, we have Seaweed Ambassador, a.k.a. Seaweed. What's going on, guys? Today, we're going to talk about the best movie of last year. I'd say probably the best movie ever, John. You know, I, I think I might have to agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about Sword Online Ordinal Scale, a, uh, a, cl- a modern masterpiece. Truly, truly. Okay, so uh, John, I know you had some notes taken down. If you want to just hop into this, yeah. Well, what? First of all, I think. What do you think? What would you give this on like a scale of one to ten? Okay. So on my mal, uh, you know, I gave it a five. Okay. Okay, a five. And... Um, I gave it a six. I thought it was fine. Okay. All right. All right. It it definitely there was still a bit about the whole like sexuality for views, <laughs> or, like uh, <laughs> but it wasn't as down your throat. So, see, the problem, I would have gave it higher, but what really annoyed me, what, like, really, really got on my nerves, they kept the harem stuff. Well, yeah, of they, course they did. They like, have to appeal they to basically, that. They basically, uh, like, proposed to each other in this movie. They, well, they, that like, the they like, reaffirmed their proposal because they were yeah, married so, in, uh, in the SAO. essay, in, like, the actual, uh, game in Aincrad. Aincrad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Also, I guess I should probably put this warning here now. Uh, We're just going to talk about everything with this movie. So, like, heavy, heavy spoilers for literally probably everything. So, uh, if you don't... If you want to watch this movie, um, which, honestly, like, I would kind of recommend it, especially if you liked Sword Art Online. It's really good for that. So, if you want to watch it, then wait. Go watch Stop Now, watch the movie, and then come back and finish this. Yeah, just come right back. So, okay. So I want to just before we start on the whole nudity or like the whole you all know, the sexuality stuff, I want to just talk about the intro, like the very like opening. All it was was a recap of Sao. If like the first ten minutes, the first five yeah, percent yeah, of this movie I was, was a recap. I was a little bit afraid of that. Like when that was the intro, I was like, oh no, is this gonna be like the whole movie? Because they did that. Then there was the other scene later on. Where it was more uh, recap stuff. I don't even remember what it was about specifically, but it was just more recap of Sao. Um, yeah, it was the part. I mean, I guess it was more. I guess it was kind of more important to the plot, but it was when Asuna was like lost her memories and it went through that, and so it just yeah. showed things with his face burned out. So I guess that makes more sense, but still, it went on for too long. The thing is, Sao is such a massive franchise now. You're no one's oh gonna, God, especially so in America, uh, maybe in Japan. It's no, definitely in Japan too. Yeah, but no one's going to go in to watch this movie if they have not seen the show already. That's just my opinion. Honestly, on it. like I can't even think of anybody that. Well, excuse me, I can't even think of anybody that like hasn't seen the show. Yeah, this is like the first anime that people watch. It's on Netflix. It's right there at it. Yeah, it's like up there with with Dragon Ball Z and uh, Naruto. With, like, everybody's seen it kind of thing. Even more so in some cases, I would say. So so you're, you'd agree with me that you think the 10-minute long introduction or recap of not even, like... And they don't even talk about all the other characters. It's just a 10-minute recap of Aincrad. No other season at all. Yeah, nothing else had done that. Like, uh... It was it was really weird. It like that. It, if it would have been shorter, if it would have been like a five minute thing, because it I understand like the whole thing with SEO is that everything always ties back to that game, to yeah. uh, but uh, 
like it it didn't need to go on that long because it was just a recap you know it wasn't like super important like it wasn't showing like a like a certain character from that game it was just showing events that happened yeah it was literally the animation from the tv show just yeah. cut like it wasn't yeah it was just like ripped completely like it was not new animation at all and the other thing is like so they they but they went halfway with the like the recap though cuz they had characters from Gungale at the very end, they had characters from all the way, like, the very ass Muzz's Rosario arc with, like, I think it's Yuki or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think something like that. The AIDS patients is what I like to call them. Um, <laughs> the, the, the AIDS patients? Yeah. Um, they had some, like, from, like, even, like, uh, Kyoto's sister from Elfheim Online. I know way too much about this show, John. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah, upsetting that, me. That's Silica is his yeah. sister. Yeah, no, I hate yeah. that. I know so much, too much. I know too much. God. There's... So... My problem is they do, all they did was recap Aincrad when the entire like season two a season and a half they didn't recap but it still had characters going in and out of it. So like they yeah. expected you to already watch the show, but they also didn't expect you to watch the show. If that makes any sense, it might be just nitpicking here. I don't know. I mean, I guess it has what it came out in like 2012 or whatever. So yeah. I guess it makes sense to an extent. Like I think it's fine to have it there. Like I think my biggest problem is just that it's not. It's just how long it's there, you know? Okay. Right, okay. Not just, like, the fact that it's there. But, uh, you, uh that kind of brings me... anything else you want to say? I mean, that kind of brings me to another point. Like, my one of my first points is this whole movie is, like, just fan service the entire time. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the characters, right, like, they're all from every, every characters in this movie. Every character. Yeah. Like, no, character no joke, is. like... Specifically in the last battle scene, which we'll go in more in depth later, but like that last battle scene, every character was there. Yeah. Everybody had their original outfits from SAO. Even the, uh, like, even just like random people were there that were from the show. Like, they were maybe there for like two episodes. They were still there. And then, um, Asuna, like, had the ghost of the girl with her at the, yeah, at one keep... point. And like, I was glad that they put that in there because I really, that's my favorite part of SAO. I think it's the best. And I think it was well written. Like, I honestly do, but, uh, like, they threw that in there, which was, you know, that's fine, because they didn't explain it, they didn't, there was no, like, setup for that, and I think it was fine, because it was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is her remembering her, you know, and I think that's cool. I feel that. But, uh... I respect that. But the whole movie, it was just, like, like, not even the the scene with fucking Austin's tits, like, that was bad, but, uh, <laughs> like, why was she in a bath, and, like, why? That was not a necessary scene at all, like, except to sell well, Blu-rays, but, uh... That's just SAO being SAO. I mean, yeah, no, you're, yeah, and you said it perfectly, uh, when we were talking before, but this movie is an SAO movie, like, there's no getting around that. Yeah, it's not, it's not shooting for the stars here. No. It has an 8 on Mal, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, like, an 8.1 on Mal is insane, um, and it, <laughs> man, but, hey... You know, I gotta say, I I understand though because because like like my favorite review here on the Mal website says, you know, um, Yuna is so kawaii. So you know, you just you just have to, right? You just have to give it a ten That's, out of ten. A ten out of ten. It was it was like it was at a five, but then this Yuna yeah, but then oh, Yuna brought up to oh, a ten. Ten immediately. Yep. Okay, so going back to, like, every single character being uh, a part of, uh, like, this show. Do you remember, like, it's right before, um, I forget what number, the number two player, whatever his name is. Um, uh, A.G. Like, 
Yeah, age or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so let me see. Let me look. Yeah. So it's right when he, like, he starts going crazy and yeah, tries age, to kill yeah. like all clients members, like when Asuna goes without Kirito to one of the events. Yeah. And they're like, "Where's that one member from your team?" They don't give him a name. He's just that member. Yeah. No, he's like, yeah, he's oh. just that member, which was weird. Oh, like, you could at least give him a name. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was I, – I had a positive I, – I laughed at that part. I thought it was funny. I don't know why. I don't know. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't even notice it, honestly, until you just brought it up. But, yeah, like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> when all of our members are here – and then even when they, like, called him out, yeah. Yeah. Minor complaint. Very minor complaint. Yeah, no. I don't know but why. Like, still, like, that's a little – it's minor, but also, like, it's that, – that's, that's really weird that they wouldn't do that, you know? It just jarred me a little bit. Like, yeah. None of it. Only Klein matters in that group. That's I mean, like the, the, the leader that's guy. That's true. Like I didn't even know he had a group. Honestly, like the only. I mean, I guess like in the original show, I guess you know when after him and Kirito split up at first, he's like, "Hey, you should join my group. I'm playing with a bunch of friends mm-hmm. from real life or whatever." And Kirito's like, "No." And then you see their group later. <laughs> I maybe. I don't even remember. Yeah, they they show up. They have like they're like we're red and like samurai themed. Yeah, that's right. They do show up, but like they're not like important really. Not um, not important. Not as important as they are in this game or this movie. They're way more important than this movie. That's not to say that they're important well, and, at all though, but What not only is this an SAO movie, it's a SAO movie. They try to connect it as much as they can to the original series. Oh like, I think they, yeah. I think the execs were like they, everyone likes the first part. No one, they don't like anything else. And they also like Mother's how, Rosario. Yeah, so how can we connect all of them together? How yeah. can we connect this movie to Aincrad? And then that's what this movie was. Just a brainchild of that. Yeah, and I do like the fact that they like almost retconned uh, part two, you know, Elfheim online happening. Because like, when if the memories were stolen... Of just SAO. How are they going to get just SAO? It would have to be like everything with the nerf gear. Right? Like that's the mm. only thing that really makes sense. And Asuna was in that the entire time. And so was Kirito was also... No, I guess he didn't use the nerf gear, did he? But still, As- Asuna used, was in the nerf gear the entire time. So like you'd think that that would be another thing that they'd bring oh, up. Oh, you're right. But no, right. no. The Alpha Online doesn't matter, even though it was so much more traumatizing for Asuna. I think it, yeah, definitely. But I mean, I guess it's because it was the whole point of it was to bring back the the girl. I don't even. So Yuna. they wouldn't I guess have Yuna. yeah Yuna. So, uh, which is a different character from Yuna, just so we're clear. Um, yeah, two different girls. But like, they're also not different girls at the same time. The, the whole that whole thing was convoluted as heck. Um, no, no, it really was like a, I don't. Under, it's not a plot hole. It just doesn't make any sense. Why? First of all, okay, it is a plot hole. Because in the original, ah, I don't, I'm really upset that I know this. In the yeah. original Aincrad, uh, whatever the guy's name was, Kaiba, right? He was going to be the final boss. Oh, yeah. Do you remember them saying that? No. Oh, wait. I, I remember. Was, yes, yes, I do. I do remember him, them, him saying that. Yeah. He was like, I, at level 100, I was going to reveal myself to be Akika Kaiba and be the final boss. Yeah. And this. And this movie, John, uh-huh. there was some yeah. other boss uh-huh. that was the final 100 floor boss. Yeah, that they fought at the See. end. So here's my thinking with that, right? I kind of think that after they beat floor 100, right, or they they beat the boss on floor 100, then they, then yeah. he was going to reveal himself and say, no, you haven't beaten the final boss of floor 100. 
kind of deal. That's kind of oh, how I okay. took it. But like, okay. you know, also like I completely get what you're saying because it's ridiculous. Here, here's the other thing. Why would beating that bot at all help them in that situation? Why? What? What was the sword he got from that? That was never explained. Oh, I hated that because that sword was. Why would you? Okay, this is something that like Digibro brought up in back in the day. Back in the day when he was when he made his first SAO video that just shook the entire scene. Okay, when he Reki Kawahara does not know how to design games at all. He does. He's not a game designer. That's you would true. not put a sword that's that powerful in a game. Because, especially not for, like, a number one player, like, that's your reward. Because you'll never drop below number one if you can legitimately just stand there and swing it and win. That's true. Because Kirito, in the final, like, thing, after they beat that boss 100, he went back. Oh, God, I don't know, that was weird. But he but, had the no, sword. he was still in. He was still in a, a deep dive, but he, like, was in the real, uh, yeah, that whole thing was weird. But he, he came back with the sword, or whatever, right? And he was just standing there and just swung it. He wasn't doing anything. Like, really. Yeah, he literally just swung it, and then there was fireworks. Yeah, when they everybody exploded. Yeah. It just it doesn't make sense, John. It doesn't no, make sense. not at all. But what I really don't understand is why why was the 100th floor boss, why did that, why was that even a part of the game? I, it's, what do you mean? Why? First of all, they didn't. Not once at all did they ever hint that they could go full dive in their uh, whatever it's called, Agma. I think is what it was. Yeah, Agma. So not only they just like that snap of a finger, Yuna told them, "Yeah, you can go full dive. Go fight." Yeah, this the is the thing that boss. can happen now. Now go fight the 104 boss that you know nothing about. No, no, any of the attack patterns. Yep. No, nothing. And then get the sword and win. Yeah. We didn't even know it would get the sword. They just got the sword. Well, and then they, what they, about they beating the... the 100th floor boss, John? Well, no, they did get the sword about beating... That's why how they got the sword was beating the 100th floor boss. Yeah, but they didn't know that. Well, yeah, no, they that didn't That was not hinted to at all. No, not at all. Just got the sword. But, uh... Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, but the whole, uh... Okay, the one good thing about that boss fight, though, that final fight, but, like, story-wise, at least, right... Is that yes. they were getting absolutely destroyed. Like, you know, at first, when they all went in, they were just all getting massacred or whatever. I don't know how they didn't die, but, you know, hey, uh, they didn't, whatever. I'm not going to I'm not gonna talk about that too much. But when Asuna came in, she changed the tide of battle like she did in the original SAO, like in, in Sword Art Online, like the game, whereas she was a powerful character because she is, like, she's really good. And that was the one thing I did really like about this is that she is a powerful, like, character. She is a, like, hero for them, you know? That she's not just this, like, uh, what is it, damsel in distress. Damsel in distress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I can see some of that because, like, even, like, earlier in the movie, she, like, leads the uh, charge against the monster. Or one yeah, of the and bosses. she's doing, like, all the knows. tactical work and stuff for the majority throughout the movie. Kirito doesn't care at all because he's – um. A little gamer boy and doesn't want to doesn't okay. want to leave his house you know i want to talk about this for a second why is he so against the agma at first i think it's why i think it's, i think it? it's just because he doesn't like the way it feels to play because he has to That's actually it? like physically exert himself and he's so used to playing in vr that ar is uh, so completely different which it is like it's totally different um so like you know i think that's the main 
the key to him not liking it. Here, here's another. I'm just gonna keep bringing up these notes I have. Yeah. You know, right? She said something along the lines at the very end of the movie. My whatever I was based off was was based off the hundredth floor boss. Yeah. Yeah. Her original. That's code. why I'm. That's why I'm falling apart. Yeah. Why would she ever do that? Why would the creator, like her dad, who created this, ever do that? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he thought that the hundred floor boss would never be beaten, and because well, no, who else knew about it, right? Like nobody else knew about it but Yuna, because she's the one that told him about it and everything. See, I want to hate this movie, and I do hate this movie, but it's not bad. It's not horrible. See, the thing is, like, I don't hate me. it, and the more I, I think about it and talk about it, like, I, I hate it less. Like, I'm starting to like enjoy it more compared <laughs> compared to the series, obviously, because um. Like, just SAO, uh, not Mother's Rosario, though, because I legitimately think that is a well-written story. That was a good one. That was really good, just in general. Not for SAO, you know, how, like, some people say that, but yeah. Going back to the damsel in distress thing about Asuna. Yeah. She, for a little bit, she was a damsel in distress. Just well, yeah, well, when she lost her memory. Yeah. Then she yeah. Then she saw how... how uh, Yuna was like defending them or something, and she was like, "I want to fight too." Yeah, she's like, "Well, I can, I can do this too." Yeah, and I think that was, I think that made more sense, made sense, especially like if you compare it to the way she was a damsel in distress in Alfheim Online, where it was just her code was locked up because some pervert, you know, caged her up. So like, yeah, I think it's, it's different. I think it, I, I feel like it was a good character development moment. Um. Because she realized like it wasn't just about being friends with them in SAO. Like she actually did like really care for her friends and everything. You know, it wasn't okay. just a connection because of SAO, or like it it was, but now it's more kind of thing. I it's just like I guess it would be a way she overcame it and she entered the battle and actually changed the entire like fight. Yeah, exactly. No, she didn't. She didn't single handedly do it because like the whole Yui did like all my friends are coming too. But um, yeah, like she didn't single handedly, but she did single handedly um like ch- uh change the tide of that last battle. Yeah, to- against I can the, agree with uh, that. One hundred bo- floor one hundred boss, um, which was a cool boss. I I gotta admit that one was that was a really cool boss. Um, it cool. It, it looks really cool. Good, like like design, design wise, that's the thing. Like design wise, outside of character designs in Sao, like the designs of the enemies and stuff. Um, like big bosses, not just like grunts, like the the or- orcs and stuff like that. Uh, I really liked the boss designs. Um, I've liked like the enemy designs and stuff. Like uh, even like Death Gun was that his name in GGO? Yeah, yeah, Death Gun. Yeah, even his design I liked to an extent because it did have like a Grim Reaper vibe to it, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, I didn't. Th- I thought it was the worst one out of all like the big, you know, big bad or whatever of the series but i didn't i thought it was decent but the uh like bosses the floor bosses of sao i have legitimately like always liked okay i can respect that yeah and uh okay so that brings me to another point here so i have three uh times marked out this movie about like when things happen and just like they were terrible it was awful so the first one i have is 45 minutes in. All right. And is that scene... That's the first one. Yeah, that's the wow. first one because, well, I mean, there's probably others, but, like, I just didn't start taking writing them down until this. 
So this okay. one was that scene at the vending machine where he's getting a drink, you know, and he gets his free drink uh, or whatever, right? And he puts the thing on. What was it called? The Ogma? Yeah, he puts the Ogma, Ogma, yeah. he puts the Ogma on. And then uh, what's her? Yuna is there, like standing there. Right? You know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah, he like gets, he gets the free drink and he's yeah. like he puts it back on for some reason. And yeah, he, well, he puts it on yeah. so he can get the free drink into his account or whatever, I guess. And then like okay. he he kind of turns away and then kind of looks over his shoulder and then it's like a solid three seconds and then he like reacts like startled and he like jumps back and he's scared and then he's like oh hey <laughs> like a terrible that was awful I probably I went back to that scene probably like three or four times because I couldn't believe it was real and it was so good. Because it's so it's awful. It's one of the worst timed things I think I've ever seen. Like honestly, it's just like that that jarring gap. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, he was like legit, like he was looking at her for like three seconds, and then then he like jumped startled, like he just saw her. It was ridiculous. Okay, um, that was number one. Yeah, I'm curious. So number two now. was an hour and ten minutes in, and this is with the Dire Tusk uh, boss. Okay, and you remember which one that was? Is that the one that was uh, it, like it was stuck in the wall? Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. Uh, the kill, like uh, it was. This one was okay. Uh, like it was. This one's kind of like a neutral one. But the way that Kirito killed it, um, it was almost. It looked very similar to the way he killed the uh, first floor boss in the original show. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It was very rep- reminiscent. So that goes back to my thing of it's all fan service. Like even the way that he kills enemies and stuff. And then uh, my third one is 10 minutes later at an hour and 20 minutes in when uh kirito goes to asuna's house and uh reads her diary which like what are you doing first off yeah yeah and then she comes in she's like oh no it's fine you know whatever and it's like okay good on you asuna whatever but then then he you know hugs her and fall they fall in the bed and then his face is just buried in her tits (laughs) <laughs> and like it's supposed to be an emotional moment, but I could not, I couldn't do it. And the, and then they have a scene from, or like the a camera shot from like up top, of like looking down on them, and it's kind of close. But her fuck, her her breasts are so well defined with shadows. That, yeah. that that was another thing with this movie. This this might make me sound a little bit of a uh, of a pervert, but her boobs were too big the entire time. <laughs> right okay and hear me out hear me out because in the original show like that was a thing right like that that she had like a smallish chest not like a really small one like silica or whatever but she had a smallish yeah. chest and she was kind of self-conscious about it well when she's in the uh the bath or whatever that infamous scene oh yeah she has like d cups like it looks like something from high school dxd that's like completely different. Like it's it's like a character design design off model on purpose. Do you do you want to talk about the bath scene right now? Because you didn't actually know about like the roots of it. Oh yeah, I had no idea. I didn't even know it was gonna be in there. Like when you said okay. when I when you were like yeah, there's some Austin awesome tit. I was like okay, yeah, okay, sure, sure, buddy. I'm sure <laughs> you know, but I didn't realize. So oh, it was there. So yeah, go on, go there, on, right? give the background of that. Okay, so basically. When the movie came out, it didn't have that. That was not in it at all. But in an attempt to sell more Blu-rays, uh, what Akihiko Kaiba? What? No, that's, that's the what's the guy's name that the, owns this? The author. Yeah, the author. Reki Kawahara. Reki Kawahara, in an attempt to sell more Blu-rays, was like, 
uh, he made a tweet, and pretty much what it said was that Austin's nipples would be shown in the Blu-ray. That was it. That was the entire tweet. And and it was there. It was there, all right, for a good five seconds. It was it was there. Oh uh, yeah, it was. It was there, and then you got to see her entirely get out of the bath. Oh yeah, we did. Ooh, like that, all the way down to her, up to a six. All the way down. <laughs> what was it that before that? What was six. it before that? It was it was Yuna Yuna's Kawhi. No 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 no, no, no. Like what was the, the score before? It was a five. Okay. Asana so 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 Yuna's Kawaii Yuna is Kawaii it brought it up to a five. That take Yeah. So what was it before that? I don't know, John. I'm never when I heard Yuna was Kawaii, I just That's true. anything else. That's true. We probably shouldn't have read that was... review before we watched the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just changed the entire like perspective of everything. You yeah. know? Like we're going into it now as a five because yep. Yuna, he quiet. Yeah, you know. And I just want to, I just want to point out here, like, real quick, that this review that we're talking about, six hundred people have found it helpful. Yeah, it's a ten out of ten. Where not every category is a ten. <laughs> and when it's <laughs> all, when when they re, when they added it up, it overall was a nine point four, and they were like. Yeah, but I'll definitely round it off to ten instead of nine because <laughs> the story, the comedy, again, Yuna is so kawaii. Kawaii. <laughs> so that's that's why we're that's what we're talking about here with that. Uh, so yeah, that's oh man. But yeah, so like, let's, let's just pivot off that and talk about the rest of like the. Asuna may have been a strong character, but she was definitely a sex symbol in this show. No doubt about it. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had that scene of her in the bath. Do you, do you remember the sign, the the time where like Klein and like all of his buddies were waiting at the same time we were talking about earlier, where he was like waiting outside. Oh like, yeah, and and she's up. like, yeah, sorry, I was taking a bath, and then I came directly here, and then they all they just all like, like <gasps> they all popped a boner they, right there. Yeah, they like, did. Oh. Even Klein, which like, Klein never did that before. They know that he's like that's Kirito's girl. That's Kirito's yeah. main. You see, this would Klein, like, like Klein specifically, because Klein is Kirito's best friend. I would argue. Um, he says it. Like, well, Klein says it, and like they're probably the clo- next to Asuna. Him and Klein are probably the closest. Definitely. Um, Definitely. And it, yeah, no, but, like that. That was weird. Like it was so out of character for Klein. Like I can't say anything about the other guys because. I'd never seen them before. Nope. Uh, they don't have names. <laughs> they, they, none of them had a name. Yeah, none of them did. They were just like, hey, Tank. Uh, you know, like it was. That, that's probably his name, actually. Tank. Oh, probably, yeah. Not the name of the. Uh, not the name of the um, role that he's playing. He's playing in the RPG. Yeah, no. What else? For sure. What um, else is there? there are... Okay, I mean. Oh. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go... Okay, so during the vinyl, this is another thing that I just. Why? During the final boss fight, when uh, Kirito's sister comes in, what's her name? Silica. Like what? She's like she looks like Leafa from the the. Well, she uh, is Leafa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, because yeah, she was she, never she, in Sao. Yeah. So she has that like character. Yeah. Y- Yui comes out of her tits. Yes. So just, yeah. Like, no. Okay. The funny thing about that was right. So so we both watched this movie this morning, um, like directly before recording this. Pretty much. So uh, I was watching that, and my roommate came back in and he was like oh man he was like oh, what are you doing and i was like oh i'm just watching this this movie it's not great uh you know and uh and at, and he was like oh well then why are you watching i'm like well i you know we're recording uh, an episode later and then he was like oh okay and so he sat down and like watched us like a minute of it and that's the scene that came on <laughs> was there was yui coming out of silica or uh 
what what is her na- name as an elf? Leafa. Leafa. Yeah, Yui coming out of Leafa's tits, like right out of her. <laughs> and the oh my god, the uh, the jiggle physics on those was n- insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like definitely. it was something out of Dead or Alive. I like, think they definitely not just for that scene, but like in general, there was a lot more like jiggle than needed throughout the whole movie. Really, yeah. Um, it was it was pretty trashy. Yeah, one thing I do I did like about it though was that Sinone was not in it that much because Sinone sucked. I See, hate I her character. Even, I'm so used to seeing her as a whatever her thing in GGO was. Yeah, I don't remember what her name was at all. What was her name? I, who I knows? Know. It might have actually been just Sinone, but I don't know. Shino. 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 But her name in game was Sinone. Okay, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when she when they're like at the uh, Einkrad like log, log cabin I guess we'll call it. Oh she, yeah. It, oh, it, I was like, who is this yeah. character? Who is this? <laughs> I, I really have no clue who this is because she maybe. Yeah. She, not only she didn't have much of a presence. No, not at all. She was there. She was just there, which I liked, which is fine because I think her character is terrible. Um, but you know, she's a good sniper, and what yeah. what more do you need in a fantasy game? Than a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most annoying girl um, I found was the, the the lolly. I don't know her name. Oh, oh, Keiko. Uh, yeah, Keiko. Okay, yeah. What's she, her what's her just, game name though? Who knows? Um, who cares? I'll look it up. Dragon girl. Um, that's all we need. Dragon girl. I don't know. Who cares? Does it? Does any of this matter, John? No. None of this matters. Sure, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, go, just continue. Go on with oh, what you're saying. Just, oh, well, what was it? Like, that's that was your most annoying character? Yeah. I just... <sighs> yeah, I don't like her at all. That's fair. I mean, she's... The thing with her is, like, she's uh, so targeted at one audience in particular. Oh, yeah, no. Like, uh, I don't... And that's not, like, our... That's not us. Like, we're not that audience. Um... But she's she's just such a specific character. Whereas the rest of them in the harem, um, you know, they really aren't like they like they aren't like targeted that much. Well, uh, his sister is a typical Onichan uh, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a typical like uh, Brokon or whatever. Um, so, yeah, 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 it's yeah, Brokon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She's the typical of that, but like. I don't c- count her in the harem because they are brother and sister. And even sure, you can make no, the no. argument like that that they're not brother and sister by blood, but they're cousins. They're still related. That's okay in Japan, though. I know, okay I know that's Japan, okay in Japan, though. but we live in America, and so like all the people in America who argue that, that's not okay here, guys. Like but that's it's... not even if it is okay, like socially. That'll still like if if you have a child, it's there's still gonna be like inbreeding going on. Let's see, John. It doesn't matter. She is canon. What loves her brother? That is a canon remark. I understand. I'm just saying that the people uh, I don't count her as part of the harem because Kirito never like accepts her either. The rest of the girls he does accept, uh, but he still looks at her like a sister and not like in the way that uh, Kyosuke does in Oremo. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It could always be worse. Yes, it could always be worse. Oh man, I don't, I don't know if we talked about this yet, but like the constant, like it wasn't as bad in this movie, but the constant like jabs at all the harem members, 
to try to like win Kirito over, even though they're they're That's like best so friends. weird. No, they're all like supportive of Asuna and Kirito, but they also all want to date Kirito. Yeah, because the whole like I want to ride double with you or some shit. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. So like, I want to ride on your bike with you, but like it was said in a way that was very uh, provocative. Like, they um, were very, they were very like just bitter. I just, it, the characters don't make any sense, but that's just Ricky, good old Ricky Kawahara. Yeah, Ricky Kawahara out here, um, n- not doing a good job. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, also, okay, also, speaking of characters, so, the creator of SAO, right, I don't remember his name, and I don't care, uh, he, he had a professor that created the Ogma, right? Yes. But then, at the end of the movie... They're talking, or like there's like a final scene or whatever, and it's just a shot down a hallway. It's just a camera moving down a hallway. There's nothing else in the scene either, which really pissed well, me off. Well, they they get to the end um, of the hallway. Did they show people? Oh yeah, they did. That's right. I just actually forgot because I was so bored. Um, Sao will return. Oh god, duh! Don't remind me. Um, but yeah, so like they, uh, the the whole conversation they're having though is like yeah, so these two did this thing but as their professor i can do more or something along those lines right yeah how many generations back are we gonna go with this whole professor thing because that's already two levels of professors but he he that what's the professor from this he was like i did i'm glad you didn't go arrest me but where are we going like i don't think there's another professor is there there was two guys there weren't there well that was like the oh, was secret it? agent guy that helped out like kirito had in gun Girl online Okay, all right. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now, because I was like, why are we doing this, like, multiple-level professor thing here, you know? But, yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense now. Do you want to know the reason for for the whole after-credit scene? Just so that they could say SAO is coming Yeah, just so they could pull a Marvel, so they could act like Marvel, act like a big shot. Yeah, that's exactly what that final scene was, too, was just a Marvel thing. Because they do yeah. that in everyone. They're like, Captain America coming in this movie. Except they say, like, in this particular thing, or in this, they just said, SAO will return. Whereas, like, in Spider-Man Homecoming, it was, Spider-Man will return in uh, Avengers Infinity War, or whatever. Uh, I think that was the one, right? That's what it, you know, that's oh. what it was for Thor. It's like Thor oh, returning. But, um... It's already, it's already been announced. Oh, the new season? Oh, yeah, that's been announced. Yeah. I didn't Actualized. know that. I just found or, out... I, Alicization. Alicization. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And look, there's a blonde Kirito. Maybe we'll get two of them. A movie? (laughs) (laughs) They have a movie. Oh, no. It's going to be a TV show. And a third season. But Log Horizon can't get anything, John. Nope. Oh, and don't forget about the spinoff show. Uh, That come out literally dropped today. Yeah, I was about to say the new episode came out today. Um, So now you know when we're recording this podcast. I don't think either of us has watched it yet, though. No, I think we're I think we're both going to eventually. Oh, Um, it's a lolly girl with. I mean, we kind of have to though, because we've we've been on this Sao ride since it started. (laughs) We're not. We're never getting off this train. (laughs) Oh, A One Pictures has has me. Just their amazing. They got me by the balls. They're amazing, amazing, beautiful TV shows. You know, like, uh, like all the classics, like SAO yeah. and, uh, 
and SAO uh, two <laughs> and fairy tale. Oh, the classic fairy tale. Now that's that's a good one. Oh, hey, don't forget about Gate and and uh, Gaxon Toshi asterisk. Is that the asterisk war? Oh yeah, baby. Oh, oh, and don't forget Oremo either. But all right, that's enough about A one pictures. Is um, is there anything else you want to say, John? Um. Oh yeah, there's one final thing. Um, so like at the beginning of the movie, when the the guys reading the book, um, Ag, he's like reading the book or whatever, and he yes. and they get to the part where the black swordsman, um, needs two. Once two swords come out, then nobody will beat him or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, the whole time I was like, oh, this is really cool. He's gonna get a like two swords in this um. Alternate reality game, like this AR game. Like, that would be really cool, because nobody else had two swords in that, right? Whereas, like, in SAO, other people had two swords, but he was just... He had a specific skill and stuff for it. Um, I think. Well, it um, kind of retconned itself in the show, because at one point when he was fighting, like, the... uh, He was, like, getting jumped with the lolly girl. That guy had, like, two axes. But... um, Oh, no, no, no. He was the only one one who could dual-wield swords. Um, I think think that's what it was, yeah. Let's not try to um, rationalize yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's SAO. Kirito could do swords. That, yeah. there it and is. And so I was just hoping that, you know, he was going to get a second sword in the, the thing. That's how he was going to rise through the ranks. Because the way he did rise through the ranks made no sense at all. Because he just did. Like, all of a sudden, like, after, like, four fights, he was at number two. After being at, like, what was it, like, 57,000th yeah. or something? He was up there. Like, he was, like, at the bottom of the list. And now, then he was at number, I guess, number three, technically. Or no, he's at nine, and then he fought more, and then he became number number one, you know, and Yuno was number oh. one. So, did he, I feel like just beating the final boss would automatically put him on number one, though, It did. Right? Isn't that how it worked? Yeah, that's how it worked, yeah. He, so why did he even need to grind it out in the first place? Well, I think he needed to learn how to play the game, because he didn't care enough okay. ever to really learn. Um, And probably, like, there's probably skills and stuff, too, you know? Like different items you can get when you're a certain level. Um, okay, I want to point them out, John. Yeah. The whole... Okay, so on the calendar they kept showing like it was the fourth was circled, right? You sure? Yeah. Yeah, that like for the the date. To I think like, I know I know what you're talking about. Right. I just didn't know exactly what day it was, but sure, yeah, yeah, go on. It was this. The it made no sense. I had no clue what day it was at any point in this show. I didn't know if it was coming up soon. It just kept showing with the forward yeah. circle. Yeah, and the but thing, the the thing that always, it. like, the thing that made that worse, too, was when he went from 56,000th or 57,000th, whatever, to number nine in, like, the span yeah. of two minutes. Um, like, that had to have taken multiple days because Klein had been, you know, and Asuna had been, like, trying to grind up there, but they were still in the, what, hundreds? I think Asuna was in, like, 137 is what she got to. Yeah, like yeah, that. so, like, they were still, like, they were still pretty far behind. You know, and that he got to a single digit. Um, so, like, had they planned this out, like, two years in advance or something? But, like, obviously that's a little much. But, like, it had to have been planned, or they had to have had this done, like, at least four months. Like, this had to have been a, a span of four months. Because I just Cause don't they... see that happening that quickly. But, no, but see, the the sister, yet again, was stuck at the boot camp. Yeah. Remember that? She, she won the boot yeah, and camp. Yeah, it was only for a week. Back. And it was only for a week. Yeah. So that means the events of this movie had to take place over a week. Yeah, like a little bit over a week because she was there at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but like still, 
I mean, I guess maybe because he was the only one ever fighting, because he would always like scare everybody off. You know. Well, that's another um, thing. Why can one man solo your boss? Yeah, that's another game design flaw. That because Reki Kawahara doesn't know how games work. Clearly. <laughs> He has he has a sword though, John. He can easily take that <laughs> that boss. That's true. That's true. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I forgot he was the black swordsman. Um, I, I I was like I'll just I kept thinking about like uh, I forgot the guy's name. Um, I call him Tiffany because that's what he's called in the award show. I mean in the abridged version. Um, the the black trader guy. Oh uh oh man, I cannot remember his name. But he's a really good character. He he just kind of like chills out though, um, but I, I can't. I, when I first heard Black Swordsman, I didn't remember him getting called that in the show. I was like, they're not on this on the nose about it, are they? They're not talking about good old Tiff. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they they were not. I was like, I was like uh, hopefully this isn't this isn't that Japanese uh, ideology going on here, boys. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else? All my notes. I've tailed all my notes right now. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much everything I had to say, too. Like, honestly, like, if you like SAO, like, I know there's people that do. Um, you'll probably like the movie, because it is an SAO movie. Um, you know, It is an SAO like, movie. through and through. It is an SAO movie. And honestly, like, to an extent, I would say to just watch it anyways, because it's, what, two hours? And mm-hmm. it's really not that bad. And especially if you watch it with a group of friends and just like riff on it the whole time, that would be a lot of fun. Especially if you know what the, like the story behind it, because like there would be some parts I think you wouldn't know what's going on if you didn't watch the original show. Yeah, like if you if you like seen it, which that's kind of what I think we're assuming here is that basically everybody um, has seen Sao. So like you know if you've seen it, then yeah, like for sure I would say to go and get grab a group of friends that have all seen it and just riff on it. But you know honestly, I think for the most part. Except for, like, minor little Easter eggs, quote-unquote Easter eggs. Um, most of it is pretty self-explanatory. Like, you know, like, there's a 10-minute explanation sequence of what happened in SAO yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> You'll get a good uh, a good foundation. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to watch the show, because it cuts out all the bad parts. Like, Alfheim Online <laughs> and GGO. GGO is, for... GGO is one of the worst things I have ever seen. I hate that arc. Like... Um, I hate... Uh... Alfheim more, but I GGO is right there. Right? I hate GGO because it's it just boring. At least Alfheim had something interesting going on. But so let's before we end it, let's talk about. You said it's we, we both hinted it's an Sao movie. Yeah. What are the qualities that make this an Sao movie? I mean, here's what I here here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, let's often a sexualized. Yep. But with a hint of like independence, um, swords. That's, oh, that sure. really makes it an SAO movie. Yeah. Side characters that don't do much. Yeah. Harem. Yep. Everyone loves Kirito. Yep. Even Klein at this point, I'm assuming. Yeah, Klein has got to be gay for Kirito at this point. Okay, okay, here's another. This is such a minor detail, but I, I, when I watch this, like, it doesn't make any sense. When they, at the very end of the movie, when they're sitting at like the bar, um, and like, I don't remember, like, uh, Kirito's sister brings out like the marshmallow, uh, like square things. Yeah, yeah. Klein is sitting at the bar. He reaches over the entire table, plus the gap from the bar to there. <laughs> yeah, I noticed grabs that. Grabs the marshmallow. You noticed that too? Yeah, he didn't get out of his chair either. Like, he's, he's just a Mr. Fantastic. Bro. Like, he literally, I, like a good six feet it had to have been. Yeah, no, because they had over. a different shot from the other side. And the table was a pretty good distance away. Like, it wasn't right there. 
I, just, so, I feel like you could f- just animate him standing up. I feel like just, it would be too much. Or just not doing it. Yeah. Because, like, there's... Yeah, that, like, have somebody else at the table eat one. Because... There's literally no reason. Yeah, there's no reason for him. Because he had just gotten his meal out, too. And so he, then he was eating dessert first. And that, like, at least for me, like, I hate when I do that. Because it always leaves a weird taste in my mouth. You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. But, uh... Um... Yeah, I is there anything else, John? I don't know. I think yeah, you pretty su- pretty much summarized what an essay movie is pretty well. I would say. Thank you. I you could say I'm a I'm a I'm a student of the series. <laughs> yeah, aren't aren't we all at this point? <laughs> you just can't escape good nope. old Ricky Kawahara's grasp. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I guess with that, uh, take it away. Yeah, let's. So I guess yeah. With that, uh, thanks for listening. We upload every Tuesday at twelve, so it'll be noon Eastern time. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter. Our links will be in the bio description. Check out my YouTube channel, also linked in the bio description at Seaweed Ambassador. So I've been the Seaweed Ambassador, and, and I've been Nick. And once again, thanks for listening, to, and bye bye. See ya.